Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Real Quick, episode 51. This is our patron-sponsored movie review. We are going to be talking about Sting Street from 2016. Shout out to our patron, Al, for the recommendation. Um, as always, everyone, check out our Patreon, check out the tiers, check out the perks. One of the perks is being able to obviously decide uh, a movie for all of us to watch, uh, as well as a draft or a trivia or a ranking of choice that you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, there are also obviously a ton of other perks, movie watch alongs, uh, personalized video messages, monthly giveaways. Um, so check that out if you haven't. And as always, we are all over social media. So be sure to follow us. Be sure to rate us, uh, you know, five stars uh, wherever you can. Obviously, the engagement means the world to us. It also just pushes us out to more people here and there, which is obviously uh, a big goal of ours. We are also pushing 4,000 subscribers on YouTube. I think we're like uh, just about getting there in a little bit. So hopefully we reach that milestone soon. Um, and as always, I am joined alongside Tyler and Cameron. Uh, Seth could not make it this week. Seth, we miss you, and we do hope you're having a fantastic weekend. And we um, hope you watch Sing Street. And we hope you do watch Sing Street because we do love this movie. This is a movie, uh, and let's just get right into it. This is a movie I feel like I've recommended on TikTok like mm. thousands of times. Thousands of times have I talked about this movie. It, it, uh, one of my uh, like longtime uh, guys that i've been subscribed to on youtube austin burke i'm sure you guys have seen him um he kind of put me on the sing street wave he uh like talked about it very in depth and just talked very highly of it and i saw that video he posted like i don't know a year or two ago and i've just been obsessed with this movie ever since it's one of my favorite coming of age films um it's one of my favorite romantic comedies out there um was this was not a first watch for both of you for right? me it was for you it was so we'll start with tyler what were your thoughts on this absolute glorious heartwarming masterpiece yeah i loved it for some reason i've always seen the sing street the main poster on imdb and i always think of green day for some reason like he just looks a lot like billy joel Armstrong. yeah like, like for some reason so like for the longest time i thought this was like a green day biopic which like honestly i hope gets made one day this is not yeah. it but this is a great like coming of age story that's also like what I love is it starts with such a simple plot. Like the plot's basically, you know, a guy wants to create a band because he sees this older girl that he's attracted to and wants to impress her. And she's a model. And he's basically like, oh, how can I get her to be, you know, talking to me and hanging out with me? He's like, well, I'm in a band. We're shooting a music video. You want to star in it? So it's a very, like, simple rom romance type story where it's like, oh, I'm just going to create a band with some friends in order to impress a girl, which also just, like, as, like, a 25-year-old, just, like, a depressing plot because it's such a, it's such a life was so simple back then type thing where you're just like in high school and like what you do in your free time. You're like, let's just start a band with the boys yeah. and just have some fun. It's like, yeah, man, that that's just not a thing anymore. Uh, I'm sure Cam can relate with like a kid and stuff. Like it's just like, you can't just do spur of the moment things right. like that, but lots of fun in the future, but yeah, right. That, right. That, no, that, for sure. Not a, yeah. Not maybe your son can be his own sing street, you know? Um, yeah. But so yeah, it starts out very simple. And then quickly you realize like this gets into much deeper, deeper themes of, the brotherhood mainly between him and his brother, but really just the whole family in general, family dynamics. Aiden Gillen and his mom are clearly going through a rough, uh, rough marriage at the time, and you know things are just not working well. There's a lot of yelling in the household. The the kids are really kind of left to do whatever, and not the parents aren't really involved in their life. And he has to join a new school because they can't afford to put him in his old school anymore. So it goes from just a simple romance plot to like a lot deeper about growing up in a broken home and trying to get through things with your family. And I, I really enjoyed it. I think the only negative knock is like, I'm, 
I've seen so many coming of age stories because I just freaking love that genre so much that like for me like it falls into some common like tropes and um, common like some little corny bits that like can be prevalent in a lot of coming of age stories which I think maybe I'm just like more sensitive to since I've seen so many of them um, but other than that like the music was awesome in this like I loved the see I loved the set piece when they were doing the prom when they did the prom yeah. performance but like it was like the vision of what it like actually was like mm-hmm. when like they had like the fake knife fight and everything I was like oh this is like sick scene <laughs> yeah. um, and then lastly before I'll pass it over to someone else Jack Rayner who plays his brother one of like my favorite performances ever like his whole arc in the movie is just so good like how he's just literally living vicariously through his brother and just everything he's unable to achieve in life he's just hoping his brother's able to achieve up until the very end and when he's in the car like cheering and screaming I was like damn that was just a good ass performance that like wasn't really in your face because he wasn't in the movie like a ton but he yeah. was so good he was definitely yeah. my favorite part of the movie for sure but yeah, yeah. Uh, 8.4 out of 10 for 4 stars which means it's like just a feather away from being a 4.5 star just like right on the border definitely on rewatch I think it'll go up because this is this is like a movie that's just my cup of tea that I'll definitely be rewatching. so yeah it's like it's, it'll probably be like a 4.5 when I rewatch it yeah I, I rewatch this movie all the time and I don't know. I, I feel like I, I kind of fall into the same category as you were like, yeah, I've seen so many coming of age films that like you can kind of point out like cliches here and there. But I don't know. There's something about this movie that just like just takes it to another level of like depth and emotion. Obviously, you mentioned like the parents, their dynamic, the brother brother relationship and then like his like life at school. There's just so much going on here that like just echoes like a coming of age experience of whatever he is, a eighth or ninth, tenth grader. Um, that I absolutely love. And there's just so many amazing in this movie character moments that I really fucking love, particularly that final, uh, you know, scene where uh, his older brother is kind of like yelling at him, like basically saying like, I am living like through you, like that entire mm-hmm. like fucking conversation just put me to tears every single time. And then, you know, just even something as simple as like the scene where they're on the bus after shooting their music video and the two of them are just looking at each other. I I just, I love it. I I think the score is just emotional um, and and it kind of plays really well into like what they're going for here. Cam, I know you've seen it before, but what are your thoughts on this movie? Yeah, basically basically everything you all said, I don't want to, um, you know, just reiterate everything. I think this movie looks so goddamn good. Every, every like shot of just like, and maybe it's just how Ireland looks because this was filmed on location. And I, I'm an idiot who lives in the U S so nothing's pretty in the Midwest. Um, It just looks so damn well or so damn good. Um, The, the cinematography is great. I think that's almost the best part of this movie is just how it's shot. Um, I like the music. I don't love the music in this one. I'll be honest. And I think that's almost like the biggest deterrent for me. I love the story. um, But like things like uh, I can't even think right now, but just other musical movies. We talked about it like um, Mamma Mia 2 or, you know, one that I love. We talked about that on the real pod this week or uh, or um, uh, God damn it. What's the movie Andrew Garfield's in? Hit me, Tyler. Tick, tick, boom. Thank you. Yeah, y'all love it. Great good movies um that i really enjoy i think i enjoy this movie better but i enjoy the music in those better so i don't feel like i come back to the music in this one as much and that's not a huge like does it change does it change your outlook if i tell you and i don't know if this is what like the filmmakers were going for i obviously i don't think this has like the best music of a musical Mm. ever yeah i think i don't know if that's the point but like 
I think they're, they're going for, okay. They're literally they're, high schoolers yeah, yeah, yeah. who are creating a fake band randomly. Like they yeah. shouldn't be making good music. Yeah, I, I get that, you know, and probably would help. Like I have this thing at a 92 out of 100. I love this thing. I, I really enjoy the story and everything from it. And the music I enjoy, I just don't love. I was just kind of throwing out a point about it. Um, I don't know if that really detracts or adds that like they obviously are just high schoolers that are throwing this band together on a whim um i think i uh, yeah i don't know i'm not gonna add to that i think i go I along know. that train of thought that george was saying like how it's like you know like or well, like it's like what it is like they're they start their own band and they start off like yeah. even their brothers like this sucks and it gets better because like yeah. i'm the same way like to where like their early songs like, even when they were supposed to be like good at that point like i wasn't like loving them but like the the prom scene and like the final music yeah. like i did start to enjoy those more so i thought it got better oh well, I, yeah i enjoy them. drive it like you stole it's a really good song i was looking up all the song names earlier and um i i think drive it like you stole it is the best one mm -hmm. most and and that's the most important one obviously because yeah. it's um because it is like the ending culmination song but i don't even know if that is a deterrent it is pretty it is pretty straightforward uh um coming of age story i don't have an issue with that necessarily because i do love this genre so much um but it would say yeah you're, you guys are exactly correct it is pretty straightforward um this director john carney did uh begin again and i didn't even know what i watched that movie like three weeks ago maybe uh, probably a lot longer at this point maybe like a month or two ago um and i really enjoyed that i do think this is better but i, I did really enjoy begin again um yeah. as well and this is still this movie is still a five out of five for me. It's it's I, I don't know. I just absolutely love it. But the one thing that like like if you look at like my ranking of like all my five out of five, it's like further to the back. The one thing that like holds it back from like being rated a little higher is the relationship with the bully. I feel like that's one part of the movie that just got resolved like a bit. Yeah, too yeah. Like it was like this bully was beating the fuck out of him, just torturing him throughout high school, uh, and then like one scene he stands up for himself and then the next scene he's like joining the band and i'm like okay that is the most like that yeah, is the most cliche part coming of, of age right. part it's of like the movie. cam it's like the fableman's bully story it's just like corny the corniest part of the movie for sure but uh but yeah like uh i also obviously I've, I've, I've never even been to the uk or ireland or anywhere in europe for that matter so i don't know how how unrealistic and treacherous is that final boat like trip if you're going on a little like little buoy, like buoy yeah to go from yeah. ireland to to england they were going to like is that yeah like i don't know how do, is that like something that's like no way would they ever do it or is it like if it's a nice day you could is that like a 10 hour journey or is that like 90 minutes like i don't know yeah <laughs> i i can assure you we're not the ones to ask we would i wish i wish seth and obviously he doesn't live in ireland but he has a little bit more knowledge yeah. of, of that part of the world than us i i have no clue on where <laughs> So is this, but yeah, like I, Jack Rayner was just definitely my favorite performance, like of the movie. Like the the final yeah. scene was so good in the car, but then also like when he's like, "Sorry, I'm just on edge or whatever," because I haven't had hash in three days, and his brother's like, yeah. "What the hell? Haven't you had hash?" He's like, "Dude, don't you get it? like I'm trying to get my life together. Like I'm not just a joke." Yeah, and that yeah. whole monologue was so good. Yeah, um, he does with that that whole the older brother's character is just one that just falls under the radar as just being like. A fan, it's not like one of the greatest character arcs ever, but like in a coming of age movie, you would never expect a side character of an older brother to just be fleshed out as well as he was. Mm -hmm. um, what did it remind me of? It reminds me of um, uh, Lady Bird. 
Saoirse Ronan's older brother in Lady Bird, how like mm-hmm. he obviously starts off as like this goth degenerate, not going to school, not getting mm-hmm. a job. By the end of the movie, he's like interviewing for the same position as his dad and something like that. And it's like, I don't know, it's like subtle details on like side characters like that, that I think make this movie like really fucking well. Like even his bra, like one of his best friends, like the kid's house who he like goes to and he's like, do you want to write a song with me? And the guy's like, yeah, obviously. And he like, that kid just looks down. He looks defeated. He's kind of looking behind him to see like what his parents are up to. And it's like, okay, he's got stuff going on. And like that little detail you didn't need to add in the movie, but it just adds so much layers to like what this band really means to these kids. Um, and I don't know. It's like small things like that that just make me rate this movie so mm-hmm. highly. I fucking love this movie so much. Is this based on a true story? Because like I'm just looking at like the trivia and it says like that Ferdia Walsh, like the guy who plays the main character of Sing Street, his father and uncles attended the real Sing Street Christian Brothers school in real life. So like the Sing Street school at least is a real school in, yeah. in Ireland. But I don't Maybe think like, I don't, I don't think I don't anything think else is based on anything. I, yeah, I don't think this. But is Sing a Street real is a real school. Feels- yes. It feels very uh, coming of age. Everything falls into place. Yeah. You know, kind of, which, which isn't true because like you mentioned, it's about like growing up in a broken home. So not everything falls in place, but he does, you know, get the girl in air quotes. Cause uh, one of the trivia points is that John Carney is like very adamant that they're setting off together. Um, but he wouldn't say that there's some big, huge relationship that's going to last forever. They're kids. They hope, uh, I sort of hope the scene at the end would look a little like a fantasy sequence. So I think like that's where, you know, you get that fantasy yeah. ending that you don't know if it's going to work. Makes sense. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. almost probably like a La La Land thing where she's going to be a model. He's going to be a musician. They're kind of just going to achieve their dreams and the relationships more secondary. Yeah. Yeah. And I will, I, I will say that Jack Rayner, like when I first watched this movie, you know, me being a big idiot franchise guy, I'm like, I, I, I don't know if I'd seen him in anything or I didn't remember him in Midsommar. So I just always picture him from fucking oh, yeah, I forgot about Transformers that. 4. Yeah. I didn't remember him in, in Midsommar enough to like, to like picture him as that character. I was like, oh, this is the guy from Transformers 4 <laughs> that has, has the weird like love relationship with the younger girl. <laughs> One uh, thing that was crazy is like the, that one like Aiden Gillen and like, his wife get like divorced or whatever like not like it's crazy like it's just weird like i couldn't even picture what that's like because they're like oh we can't get divorced in ireland but like so they're like yeah. legally separated it's just like mm-hmm. how, how does that even work like i don't, I don't even uh, understand like is it just like a thing I, where it's like they're still married but not like not together probably. Like, now this it's legal but still this weird. movie's set in like 1984 and i just i thought it was set in like 2000 like i did not yeah. realize I, i'd even happened. go as far as like 2010 or something like, yeah it looked like it could have been like because like there's yeah. yeah i guess they use an old camcorder but then again it's like maybe that's just like something you find in your parents garage you're like let's film a music video that's one know? of those things that i was like man like I did not pick up on that. Did they, did they mention it? At I mean, they, they had the whole conversation about like how music videos were like a brand new thing. So yeah, I think that yeah, yeah, they're telling fair. of like, okay, this isn't like a mid two thousands movie. That's this fair. is like eighties or something. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Um, this is not about the movie in any way, but every time I watch a movie um, and the Weinstein company pu- comes up, I'm like, ah, oh, that sucks. That just, Ooh, that's but not about the movie just i always forget when there are weinstein company movies and i'm like yeah. Ooh, for the first like 10 minutes this is a, this is a chunk of those for sure yeah i feel like yeah. the only other like knock i could give to this too like and it's not a knock but um i think all the other bandmates are very just like ter- not even secondary like tertiary characters like you just really mm-hmm. like 
I don't even like you don't even, I don't other than like the one guy that like wears glasses, but like everyone else is just so nothing in this movie, which yeah. again isn't like a negative, but it's like there's a lot of people in this movie that get a lot of screen time in terms of their, like in camera shots, but like you just like never even hear them speak. I think if I would have watched this in 2016 when I was what 17 years old, I would have absolutely I, I I don't I still like love this thing. I I would I think it would have been like one of my favorite movies ever. Like with the the edge of uh the edge of 17, I think I watched it like 18 or whatever. I love that movie. I think this would be up there for like you said, Tyler. If I would have watched it in high school, it would have been one. Of yeah, my yeah, I'm the same way. If I would have watched this when it came out, I think for sure this would have mm-hmm. been like an instant favorite for me. Which mm-hmm. like again, we're still all very high on this movie. I was gonna say yeah. I got- I guess I'm the opposite because I only watched this for the first time like two years ago when I was like 22 or 23 or 24 and I still it's one of my favorites I just adore this movie so much I forgot how old I was for a yeah, second. I was like yeah, man I totally forgot what my I, and I do was. say that I, everyone thinks I'm like 40 or at least on I, I have a kid but 23 that's not like <laughs> I feel like we're talking about like yeah. life is over it's not it's simple but I mean not, yeah just like one more quick like note on ages like yeah, Literally, when I was when I was growing up, I thought it would be crazy like, when you ask someone, like, how old are they? And they can't immediately answer. I, there's been multiple times in the past two years of my life where someone's like, oh, how old are you? And I, like, literally have to think for a second. Like, I feel like once you hit, yeah. like, 21, yeah, you, you don't keep track of your age. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm 24 to 26 plus or minus two. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be, be, like, being you at work, everyone's obviously asking me, like, how old I am. And I keep saying 25 because I just, like forget that i just recently turned 26 i forgot um, i thought you were 25 too i forgot your birthday happened yeah, yeah we'll just say 25 forever that's a good number anything older than that gets scary we're all 25 yeah, even cam you're 25 you get elevated and you just stay there <laughs> cam's perfect. like 19 perfect all right yeah. we will wrap up our sink street uh episode yeah, awesome. there um for everyone asking and we'll just throw this into this episode we are going to start telling you guys what movies we're going to be uh uh reviewing and recording episodes on for these real quicks just to give you guys time to to watch them and just so that you guys can watch these episodes and kind of be in the know and and follow along with what we're talking about we should have started doing that a long time ago but uh we're stupid i guess late than never yeah better late than never so going forward we will tell you um what uh movies we will be reviewing you know so that you guys can watch but that was real quick episode 51 again shout out our patron al for the recommendation and we will see you real next time on yeah real quick don't cut it uh someone recommend a really shitty movie so that next week we can just like rip it apart because it's always it's always hard to remove remo- review a movie when you're just like i loved it like there's not many i would things i would talk about just someone right. give me a someone give me shit and i will pick it for next week so i'll, well, I'll give I'll people in advance notice post it like post it like right after this before you go do whatever you gotta do on patreon so then you can get people to get the answers in then like yeah. by tuesday we'll let everyone know so like by yeah. the time you're listening to this real quick we will have posted on twitter right. and instagram stories saying like this is the movie what? we're reviewing next week go watch it so if you're wa- listening yeah. to this right now you will know what next week's will be so That's go ahead great. and check that out and it'll probably be something silly according to cam because he's hosting next week <laughs> <laughs> all right well that wraps up episode 52 of real quick we will see you all next time